But thanks yeah. again for taking some time out for us, man. You've always been big supporters of our platform. You know, we always really appreciate that. Okay, no doubt. Thanks for having me again. Of course. I got to first off give you props. So, I mean, like, you know, we, we hear a lot of producers, artists talking about bringing R&B back and, and doing real R&B. But it's like you've been here doing it and carrying the torch for R&B this whole time and, and still, you know, making that a priority um, and letting your work speak for itself. I mean, what you continue to do with Usher, you know, what you did with Aria Lennox last year, you know, what you did with Anthony Hamilton recently. And, and now, you know, what you're doing with Division, like, it's just the work is just speaking for itself and really carrying R&B. I guess just speak a bit about that and especially what you can tell us about this, you know, this division project as well. Um, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't actually, I guess, you know, it's a thing, an R&B to not be in the space, but like, like you said, I, I, I just, I, it feels like something that I've always been doing. So I don't actually feel like I'm actually doing something heroic or anything like that. I feel like yeah. it's just, um, you know, I'm just going through, I'm going with the process, you know what I mean? I'm, and I'm doing things that were are, are, are a bit unexpected. I'm sure you guys never thought I would work with Ari Lennox or, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, one didn't know who Division is and didn't, and then the other people that, like, why you work with them, you know what I mean? So it's, a, it's, it's, it's just, a, you know, it's just an unexpected energy, so... It's definitely not planned to be like this. It's just me trying to continue to do what I do. Right. But the amazing thing is that you, you still have the confidence because, you know, a lot of a lot of producers and artists, let's not, you know, front. They're going in different directions. They're kind of going where those younger artists are going. But you, if you listen to Ari Lennox record, if you listen to the Division record, if I get caught, you pulled them into your zone. You brought them back with some of those vintage sounds, but also took a piece of what they're doing. So it wasn't like they forced you in their box. I just love that, you know, you stay true while also progressing a bit. You know, how how, how are you able to do that? Um, I don't think that I've ever subscribed to the 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 older or whatever that 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 space is, you know, I think that um, in a time when R&B took a turn, right, and it sounded a lot older and it sounded probably more musical than than a lot, all my music. Um, at that time when it was doing that. Um, I think I had I took a turn at, at that point, like I took a turn against what was happening in R&B when it was like these pretty, pretty, pretty songs. And I dealt with, you know, my groups not actually getting um, the full attention that they should have because their music was a little bit darker than, than the records that was on the radio. Like take for instance, Escape. Escape is funny because Escape was um, teenagers, right? And they were kids basically when I signed them and um, the music that we putting out, the radio stations was telling me that Escape's records was too young for where I wanted their records to be at. They sounded, they sounded too young to be on like adult contemporary radio and it's like when we did Understanding, like when I did Understanding and Tonight, I'm like okay cool, these songs definitely gonna be like R&B killers, right? And oddly enough, you know, the R&B 
traditional um um R&B stations like that adult R&B stations they he- they held these groups out so Escape got held out like that and then when I came back with Jagged Edge it was the same thing they kept saying that and then it, then it started just becoming a social death label yeah. is they they make young music this with the people the industry you know people were saying this like so it's just like all the social death music sounds too young to be adult contemporary. And I think that I personally feel like once they labeled me as that, um, I just stayed in that space. And I never, I never tried to make um, these big, you know, um, end of the road type of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting to hear you talk about, and I'm, you know, like I said, I gave you props for, for staying on that course staying true and um, just continue to make great music. You know, like we heard this division record, like we weren't necessarily, um, you know, fans. I mean, we really hadn't checked them out before too much, but we checked it out and then it was like, wow, this is actually something pretty dope. So, I mean, talk a bit about, I know you have a big part of their project coming out. Talk a bit about the project. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, me and B Cox is pretty much um, what I say. We did 50% of the album of not, 60 percent of the album and um um you know executive producers of the album as well uh along with division um so i mean you know pretty much the entire record is um a cake built by all four of us um and um it's it's you know they came wanting to carve out a space in R&B. This was something that they said they wanted. They wanted to be more prominent in R&B. They loved, they loved records that we did. We talked about, you know, all the Usher records and just that and the third and all of that stuff. So it's like they were hoping that I could give them stuff. And I mean, you know, so I, I feel like even before the album comes out, I feel like I actually kind of did my job with this project because one, I know people that know them now that didn't know who this group was. And then two, I feel like as a collaborative effort, um, we did an amazing job as far as like all of us working with each other. Right. Yeah, definitely looking forward to checking it out. And like I had mentioned, I hadn't really, you know, checked them out too much before I saw you were working with them and I heard the single. So, you know, you're definitely turning some some new R&B fans onto their music. So much respect for that. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about Usher a bit. I mean, you just mentioned him and, uh, you know, he recently celebrated My Way's 25th anniversary, you know, another project you had a big part of. Um, you know, we got a chance to talk to him a bit about it and he was giving you a lot of prop, you know, basically the brotherhood you guys formed from that album. But when you look back at it, um, talk about what that moment was for your career as far as, you know, being a part of that album and, and, and what's come from it. Well, I mean, the Usher record was pretty much the same thing. You know, I was going into the Usher record coming out of the, my escape experiences. And what many people don't talk about or pay attention to is that Usher was the first male solo artist that I had ever produced. So going into my way, I had crisscross and escape energy, excitement, but I technically didn't know what I was about to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I didn't know what was going to happen. You know what I mean? So, um, and all these records that I don't know what's going to happen, you can, uh, you can tell, I guess from now I'm talking about it, but like, so one day you'll be mine on that album, um, was I think the first song that I did with him when we started. And that's just because I know that putting a R&B singer over a, 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 another classical record or a break beat or something like that reminds me of making a mixtape. It also is very, very hip hop. And um, it, it creates this edge that I guess these urban stations were saying was too young for me to get my other records played. So um, that thing, that's that's kind of the pool that I was swimming in in that My Way record. I just didn't, um, I got deeper and deeper into it, but at first I definitely didn't know what I was, what I was headed into doing. Right. And it's interesting how that album has become almost slept on as far as, because people just talk about 8701 and Confessions, but man, My Way in itself, you know, kind of was a huge springboard for him. And it is, is a slept on classic, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because I feel like Nice and Slow is probably the biggest record. I mean, yeah. Nice and Slow is probably one of, if, if not, yeah, it's probably one of Usher's biggest yeah. records. And, and the fact that Summer Walker, an artist from this era of R&B, um, took You Make Me Wanna and made basically her biggest record off of that song and then you know put usher on that record um um i feel like i don't feel like people i don't feel like it's slept on i feel like people really i feel like people really love my way i think yeah. people yeah. love my way more than i thought they did definitely right now i get your perspective on that let me ask you one more thing about usher though i'm not going to ask about when the album's coming because i know it's going to be on his time and when he's ready but i gotta say I really thought when you guys had Don't Waste My Time, you know, with LMA and then followed up with Bad Habits, like that was the perfect rollout. And I really thought that would have been the time, but it didn't work out that way. I mean, what were you, do you feel like that could have been a missed opportunity? Um, no, I mean, I, you know, not, I mean, no, not, not if he's betting on me, you know what I mean? I think that uh, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like we Usher was Usher was basically in reverse, having the same thing happen to him that was happening to me with Escape and Jagged Edge, and you know, so so in reverse of that, people were saying Usher's music didn't sound young enough to be on the hip hop stations, and it wasn't da 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 da, and so so you know this same thing, I've been seeing this basically my whole career um but it, it but it was weird to see it be backwards when it came to usher and um you know we had to really really take a a real microscope look at this to understand exactly what was happening now mind you i've been here before but i didn't create i didn't do it purposely to make it be like that this one i had to fix and be like, okay, purposely, mm -hmm. let's go back to what Usher really represents. What is Usher? By, by the way, my way has been a very, very big uh, inspiration for this new album because mm -hmm. that is the seed of who Usher actually is. And, right. 
we all had to take a step back and go into that space because Usher has made so much music and he's made so many type of records. And he's also made these, these big sounding songs that don't sound like today's radio, yeah. right? So even myself, I, like I said, I had to take a step back and say, okay, listen, Jermaine, when we made My Way, you were such a hip hop guy. You were so much into hip hop. You was writing nothing but rap songs, da 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 da. Go back to that Jermaine Dupree. Can you find that Jermaine Dupree somewhere in you? Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely a process that, um, that needs to happen, by the way. It's not something that, that we're forcing. It just has to happen. Um, it had to happen like that because, um, because of so much music. Right. No, I got you. Let me ask you this, because I know you, you know, you're tight with Usher and you, you've, you're you a big supporter of R&B and I know you follow the trends. But like when we talk about the state of R&B, especially, I personally always like to look back and see where it's gone, where the sounds, you know, have, have come from and stuff like that. But you weren't involved in this song, but Good Kisser, when that song came out, I really thought that was going to be a, a song that defined the genre at the time and kind of helped guide it, the entire genre in a certain direction. It was just so different futuristic but also vintage i mean did you get that at all from that song it never really i don't feel like he pushed it like like it could have been but did you ever feel like that what song is this good kisser um yes and no um because i feel like like once again like i said i feel like you know the, the funny thing about usher's music is that The blueprint for the records that producers make for Usher, I created the blueprint, right? So when I look at, um, when I listen to other songs that I don't do, I'm, I hear them as them trying to do what they thought I would do, right? And if I take a closer look at it, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what they was doing. If they would have just blah, 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 if they would have just da-da-da-da-da. So I felt like Good Kisser was close, but it needed, it was missing something. That's how I always, I always felt about the song. I felt like it's, it's always, it was always right there, but it was just missing that one thing. And it was just, it's, it's, it's interesting to me because I feel like only I know what that one thing is, but I feel like I've said this to, to a couple other people, and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. Cause it had the elements, it had the breakbeat yeah. elements, it had the Usher, the new Usher sound. It had the, it was a great song, but I feel like, um, I feel like the beat was incomplete on that song. Me personally, interesting. No, I appreciate hearing your perspective on that one. I still, I still personally love it, but I can. Oh see no, it's, a, it's one of my favorites on the show when he yeah. performs it in the show in Vegas. It's one of my yeah. favorite songs. Oh, no. And one last question for you, because I know we're almost out of time, but I was just looking at your entire discography before this. I, I just love to admire, you know, your work and the same I do with all, a lot of other legendary producers. But I, I'm going to put you on the spot. Looking back, is there one one artist or one song when you look back and think, wow, I really did that song or wow, I really worked with that artist? Like when you look back over your career, is there one that comes to mind for you that you think about like you kind of almost can't believe you made that hit or you did that song? Yeah, I think Always Be My Baby would be that record because uh -huh. yeah. I don't think people initially 
connect Jermaine Dupree to that song. Yeah. Right. And I think I think that song actually that song actually defines the type of producer that I chose to be. Right. I actually didn't want I wanted to be like Quincy Jones. I wanted to be a producer that could do jazz. I wanted to be a producer that could make rap. I wanted to be a producer that could make number one R&B records. And you almost not even could tell that that person did it, you know? Right. Um, and I feel like Always Be My Baby actually is the record that I I least hear people talk about in my discography. Mm. But when I hear people talk about it, they say that's the, one of their favorite records of all time. Wow. No, but you're right, because, like, I remember we used to talk about that signature Jermaine Dupri knock. Like, for example, like, Sweetheart. You know, that was like an almost signature we consider Jermaine Dupri production. Only be my baby, you know, like you're right, we couldn't identify. So wow, that's a that's a great pick. Yeah, not and I, like I said, that that was the, that's pretty it's deliberate too. It's very deliberate because like I said, I I set out to try to do it, like okay, I don't want to make you know, I for one, I also didn't know what I was doing. I was scared as fuck. That was the first time I was in the studio with Mariah. So yeah. I didn't want to mess up. So I didn't want to go. To, and I didn't know how hip hop she was, right? So yeah. it was almost like a song where uh, I was holding back from releasing all of my hip hop energy to her, but also releasing a lot of my melodic energy to her. So it was like half and half, uh, almost maybe 60 40. Um, right. so, so if it's 60 40 and people hear more music and the drum beat is not overly pounding, then I'm sure people were like, uh, Jermaine probably didn't really do this song. He might have been in the studio. Right. <laughs> so that song in itself, that's one that I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you know, oh, y'all yeah. didn't think I had that card in me. <laughs> and that's, that's you know, but that, like I said, that's the, that's the type of producer that I want to be. Like, it's crazy because like on a Division album, there's no y'all know what this is on the album. No win on there, right? And I've I've heard recently people saying something about that, like Jermaine, how you gonna put out an album? And how you gonna put out a record and they don't? And yeah. you know, it's crazy because I want people to um, try to start knowing the music without hearing me talk on the records. If you don't hear me talking, you don't know that I did it. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, I guess, you know, that's just what it is. But every I don't you know, what I'm saying that's I want to I want people to understand my diversity because I definitely believe that I can do, you know, even like the Anthony Hamilton, the last song, the, the first single yeah. of his last album. I'm not sure people connect the fact that I did that song. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's just that it's those them type of records, really. But that always be my baby is definitely that's one. No, I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing that story. You know, love that timeless record. But, um, Eddie, we're, we're pretty much out of time. So I just want to thank you once again for taking some time out for us. You know, always a pleasure speaking with you. And, uh, you know, we, we're always going to support you. So keep All it right. going. All right. No doubt. Thank All you. Right, All right. All right.